Welcome to Arch Conversation Season 11, Episode 2. Two. Today I have with me Bella. Hi. And Bella is from Slow House. And Bella will be joining us to talk about the same topic as we did last episode, which is on loss. But first, do you want to give a brief introduction to yourself? Sure. What a Slow House represent, the kind of offerings you have, and where people can buy it, I think most importantly. Oh, so I'm Bella. I'm the founder of Slow House. So Slow House was started based on the lifestyle of uh, slow life and low house. So life of health and sustainability. Uh, now we just have like wellness oils, you know, uh, organic food, brownies and stuff. And you can find us online on slowhouse.co. She does really well. So she makes the product slow batch. Slow batch, slow yeah, batch. all home batch. Slow batch. Slow, like, <laughs> it's really like based on demand. Yeah. So it's pretty like uh, we don't oversupply. I think that's also the whole concept of it. Because once it's like overproduced, so you know, how is this sustainable? Correct. Yeah. So interestingly, this has somewhat worked for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, so home batch. I've eaten the laksa. It's good. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to make. Because when your broth is good, then you just throw in what you want. Yep. So we've got done. Yeah, very healthy, like home broth. Laksa and fish organic soup. coconut oil. Yeah, yeah. fish oil is like dashi based. So they're really something like based on traditional recipes, but with a twist on it. With a healthy twist yeah, to it, yeah. Interesting. Okay, now on the topic of loss. So, I don't know if you know, <laughs> but Bella and I, uh, well, now I'm not, now I have a partner, I guess. But Bella and I were single moms. She still is kind of considered herself a single mom. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Single parent, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. Solo mom, like, solo parent. So, we won't talk so much about why's, mm-hmm. but I think it's more about the loss when you experienced it. Yes, yes. How did that feel for you? What did that take away from you in terms of physical or mental? Because you're still raising a kid at that time. True. It's very interesting when you brought it up because like, I think of, uh, a few days ago, I was just thinking, wow, I've come so far, you know. I, I, I do think that you... I mean, I, I didn't know you at that time. Right. But seeing who you are today, mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine you being sad about it. You know, because you're <laughs> just know, thriving right? and like, just being... You're just happy. Yeah, I think if you look at my photos back from like way back in 2019 to now, I really look like a totally different person. Like you can see this like... You can feel it. Life yeah, in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I, I'm excited about life. I'm happy. You could really see that How genuine happiness like flowing through me. How long yeah. did it take you to get um, from there to here? You think? If, if any, I think the process of the separation from my partner wasn't so tough, but it was more of how do I sort of somewhat, you know, fuse this whole thing and let my daughter understand? Mm-hmm. So I think that point where I, w- I was divorced, I think, I think today I'm well, four years. I'm divorced for four years already. Wow. <laughs> That's a long time, isn't it? You see how she takes it? She just laughs. Yeah, laughs. I'm like, oh. Happy bubbly yeah, so Bella. The minute I was divorced, I was like celebrating and all. Oh my God, my earrings dropped. Sorry? My earrings dropped. <laughs> Oh, okay, happy. but let's not sidetrack. Because, yeah, yeah, okay, but, so oh, it hey. took you how many years to you feel get comfortable again? To get comfortable From that again. feeling of loss? I think maybe around a year. No, more that, like was that. that was great. Yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. I, I think I healed pretty quickly because I was doing a lot of self-reflecting. I was doing a lot of reading. Let's get there um, later. Okay, yeah. But so first, let's talk I think, about yeah. 
the feelings of loss and how that impacted you physically, emotionally, or even maybe it could, you know, kids, they feel, did they affect your child as well? I think, of course, when it started, you... Initially, it was just like really more like a family unit. You could feel now all of a sudden, like maybe someone is gone. The same you house? Feel that, Did you all live yeah, in the same Yeah, yeah, we live in the same house, separate rooms. <laughs> yeah, but like you could feel you are a little lonely, mm. but then you're also getting used to that loneliness because it comes with a bit of freedom. You know, of course, it depends on your relationship with your ex previously. How is it like? But I felt I was lacking a lot of freedom. So I was sort of like, feeling lonely initially like oh like not just lonely but I feel like the burden like I have to now this is all on me I yeah. have to bring one child up by myself like how do I navigate that like how do I do that and and do it to my best knowledge and then make sure like her well-being is taken care of she's sound I think that is very important without her feeling like she has also lost someone yeah so a lot of it comes from I feel ourselves. Mm. So I always try not to, not that I'm suppressing it, but really coming to terms with it. Mm. That, okay, now I need to move on to the next stage. Like, how do I do that? Yeah. So I think when I was navigating that loss, I was also doing a lot of like physical activities, like exercises. I was really exposing myself to a lot of that. Being around like a good social circle, you know, like a lot of friends around me. Yeah, I think I think that was something that I And a lot of your friends have kids around the same age. Yes. I think that was another thing that was right. really helpful and for you. They're all very accepting, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And we, we were always hanging out with the kids. So yeah. I really felt that as long as there were people around, you were connecting with people, you really felt like that loneliness gets kind of closed up. Yeah. Gradually. Yeah. Oh, so I think you need to love yourself. Yes, yes, that's what sure. I think sure. possibly, I don't know about other people, but for me, going yourself, through a very yeah. difficult breakup, I yeah. mean, we were not married, but then you have a child and going through a very, very difficult breakup or separation when you live with someone and then they don't and then from that, they disappear. Mm. Um, it's very difficult when you don't love yourself because throughout that right. breakup, you start to not love yourself. Yes. Somehow, I think I forgot that I was important because mm-hmm. your daughter is so important. Trying to fix this relationship is important. Mm-hmm. And when you give up on the relationship, at that point, you're kind of lost. I was kind of lost, at least I speak for myself. I think other people may have that kind of feelings as well mm-hmm. of being a bit lost. So I think while we're talking about loss, I think for me, it was like mental, physical, and emotional because I think I lost... Well, I didn't lose weight. La. It would have been great if I lost <laughs> weight. <laughs> but... Um, like I lost a lot of myself. Like I didn't love myself. I, I just was like, interesting. Yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. crazy. And I didn't even know where to start. I knew that oh, I, this child that I like grieving, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. For, sure, for sure, So it almost felt like that. You're mourning. Correct, correct. You know, you're you're learning to accept that. Yes, that's something that's never gonna come back. Correct. Right? Yeah. It took six months before of my haywireness. This I'm talking about like alcoholism. Okay, like not, right. not the way where I'm sleeping and waking up drinking alcohol, but like drinking a lot more than <laughs> usual. You know, like doing things that I wouldn't normally do, like go clubbing again and stuff. Going right. all out, drinking like... You were doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then still waking up for my daughter like two hours, sleeping two hours a day, like just basically signs of depression, honestly. Okay. Oh, I yes, feel that's, that's quite normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then telling myself, you know, I can't do this anymore. I need to explain to my daughter how should I explain to her? I don't think he's going to come back. So it took me about six to eight months before I went to see a doctor. Mm. So I saw a psychologist for I think two to three months. Right. I think that was my the start of my healing. 
Yes. Because I think I don't remember what it's like to love myself. And I don't realize that I had to. I didn't realize that I had to, yeah. So that's what she taught me. Yes. Then that was my path to like healing. And it took me two years actually. Because it hit me pretty hard. Though. I guess sometimes it will still come back once in a while, right? I, I oh, now, like, these days no more. These days no more. Yeah, but they, I mean, for certain people, maybe it won't correct, be like correct. a complete healing. No way, no way. That, because you know. feelings come in waves, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I've come to terms so much with who he is and why he does this running away thing right. that I have no anger, I have no hatred, mm-hmm. I have nothing. My life is solid, you know, I have people mm-hmm. that I love and this and that and nothing will break that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the loss and I want to talk a bit about how you feel like what you were saying earlier about the yeah. healing stages. Yeah, the healing What do you stages. think you've gained? Actually, so like you said, a little bit of that freedom. Mine, yeah, a little bit of the freedom. I think for my case, it was also very interesting because I was healing. Mm. I was really healing and all, and all of a sudden I had this something else that came along and I had to fall back into a setback again. When, so when you talk about depression, I think it came back to me that yeah, there was a period of time I was pretty depressed too because I was like, because of whatever that has happened with the ex, like how do I navigate this? Because it was so serious, right? There were matters that were so serious. So I was like, oh, trying to crawl out of that hole, that hole again. And I feel like and that's, it's very difficult in, in this day when it comes to these things, right? Yeah. Social media is a gift and a curse. So I didn't know how to act on social media anymore because my brain was just not I agree normal. With you. Like you, you couldn't express yourself anymore because no. you feel like there's so many things it. that you want to share but then you also don't want to share Correct. so Some publicly. Things, yes, yeah. not yet. Maybe because I'm not healed yet. Yeah. That and also I don't want to embarrass my daughter. I don't want to embarrass exactly. my family. Like, yeah, yeah. There are those yeah, things. I feel a lot of concerns. And then at the same time, I also don't want to seem so negative. Yes. Right, like spreading negative seeds. But I don't know how to be positive because I'm not at the same time at that time. So I think that's why I left social media for a bit. And that really helped me, I guess. Like, it's kind of like, to be honest, once you're off social media, right? right. You kind of don't know what everyone's doing. Yeah, yeah. Because so nobody calls like... each other anymore. Like, hey, how are you? And hardly, right? Everybody's just like, oh, they can see what they're doing on social media. So I found that quite therapeutic, actually. Yeah. Getting off of it. I think I got off for about almost... How years were you divorced already? Oh, oh like, are you uh, already? Since she was three. So that would be like almost five years now. Yeah. But he came back again and then he left again. Yeah, I feel that that part is the is the most annoying thing. Because I'm you're okay already with that part. Oh, you, but then, yeah. So the second time he did it, it was a lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. I would say because I've done it before. You know once. How to manage it. You yes. I know how to manage the anxiety. I think the first time the anxiety mm-hmm. killed me. And like when I say anxiety, I mean like serious panic attacks. Like because you don't know where this person is. So when someone dies, I mean I don't like not to be negative, but when someone dies, you have closure. When someone yeah, disappears, yeah. you have no closure because you're like dead or alive. Yeah, I then think you get worried, and, like... and then you go in cycles of like mm-hmm. anxiety, basically. So you got a burst of anxiety and stuff. Yeah, so was for me, I was, there was a lot of anger after mm. that second round. So there was there was definitely healing that needed to be done, and so yeah. so I was just like trying to. Like, you know, try to get rid of this bad energy by really exercising. That was all I did. I Working did, out. Yeah, I think was your depression. So everyone, yeah, it really helps. With depression really. and, and, you know, whatever... Anything negative, tough, energy. Stuff that you come through in your life. Just go out in the sun. Just go run. I was doing boxing. I was doing all that thing. And really got so much frustrations and, you know... All but that also, that right, I don't think that you yeah. should vent your frustrations on workout. Because then, <laughs> no, because you know why. You know because it's been proven that if you keep working only when you're angry, you associate anger with your exercise. Oh, really? Yes. So, like, when you're not angry, you don't exercise. No, so you just, <laughs> you have to, like, 
yes, I'm angry and you're letting it out. Yeah, but yeah. the the attitude towards it shouldn't be like because you know some people yeah, could you take can it as like associate it with a yes, of the negativity. Yes, yeah. correct, yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. correct. True, true. But I yeah. did. Uh, did you so do I, anything like that? I'm sure. I'm sure. I think I, my way of healing was really like I had to go back into my childhood. I had to heal the PTSD there right, that I don't right. think that I. I never ripped the bandaid off. I always suppressed it. Mm. So she went deep into that. I I forgave my childhood self. And then I started forgiving my adult self. That's when I started loving my adult self. Mm. Which then became... Like I got so comfortable being alone. Like you said, slowly growing to like... At first it was lonely, right? Because you're so used to having someone there. Yeah. But understanding that having someone there doesn't mean happiness. Yes. And slowly absolutely. healing from that. In fact, like, there was a point where I was like, hey, actually, this feels great. Like, being alone. Yeah. And like, yeah. I have so much time to myself. Like, yes. I don't have to, you know, Hand be to somebody. or be walking on eggshells, not knowing if this person is going to, like, burst out in mm. anger or whatever, mm. you know? And I think that was really a nice space of discovering that, whoa, freedom is great. That's why I actually want to talk about the found part, right? Yeah. Even though I lost someone, but my daughter is there, and it's not that I... I found her, but because of her, mm. so many new emotions as a single parent, I really enjoyed. Like going on solo holidays, yeah, yeah, going for, I'm, now we have date nights. Even to yeah, this yeah, day, even yeah. though I have a partner, oh, cool. we still do our mommy-daughter date nights, mommy-daughter movie night, mommy-daughter nail time. Like, because I enjoy it so much. Yeah, yeah. Having alone time yeah, with her, you, you, you growing that way. I mean, you too. You spend so much time like, with your time with her. basically. <laughs> Conjoin oh, PA, whatever. <laughs> she had like 15 birthday parties, by the way. Her, her daughter just. Yeah, because she's so social. Yeah. It's like, I don't have a choice. But I think it's great that she's celebrating life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Love, actually, I have like some DMs like, hey, you know, like you shouldn't be like, she's so young. You shouldn't be celebrating so many birthdays for her. I'm like, why well, not? not yeah. understand that she deserves it and she, she should be celebrating life. Yeah, I that's like, when I was younger, and I wasn't really showing that. like. $20,000 party yeah, I'm 10 yeah, yeah right like, it's not like it's a small hotel, hotel one. Like, yeah exactly it's just a very homely correct, party correct. yeah so that was great and I think that was also a big learning point when we do all these activities with our daughter and that's when the found happens right yes correct so you slowly start to find yourself through these activities that you're doing with your daughter which is and also is so beautiful like, are you I, honest I mean, with her about the separation oh, yes, I am, I am. so I am too I feel like I that actually Builds a different form of bond and relationship that mm. normal parents don't have. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> because like you lean on each other, only each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. So many ways emotionally. I, I I get what you mean when you say that. Yes. Yeah. Like it's, it's hard through the hurt and the pain, like this, you need to understand. It's it's very hard. Me and her, right? Correct. Just, correct. Just you if you don't walk down this path, I don't think that you have you understand the connection. Yes. Um, of leaning on. Like, like she understands me so well I, emotionally and then yeah. so protective yeah. to this day. I mean, you know, sometimes it might be childish or overtly mm. done. You know, like she's very protective over me. Like if my partner says something, she'll be like, why you talk to mommy like this? Da, 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 da. Wow. So she's very protective. But sometimes it's uncalled for to the point, which I also have to tell her like, you know, you need to calm down. Yeah. But it's, it's this like That's why she's crazy like just bond. For you. Yeah. And so much so I feel like, so, yes, I have to take care of her and raise her and nurture her. Mm-hmm. But it's like she's really my best friend. Like yeah, truly. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So that's my found. Oh. See, when we say we're like smiling, right? So I, I want to put this out there because I feel like there's so many... I receive a lot of single parent texts. Yes. Male or female, it doesn't matter, right? Do you get those? I get yes. a lot. So when I announced my divorce, I was like, 
Like, until like a few days ago, I was still receiving it. And like, you know, you get this like very thankful and grateful like messages. Like, hey, you know, when I look at you, I feel like I can be there's this a person. Hope, and right? I, yes, there's hope yeah. and I can do this. Yeah, correct. Know? So I think it gives it's people... empowering. Hope. Yes, it is empowering. But I don't give advice because I don't feel like it's my place. <laughs> yeah, because we cannot give it. We cannot yeah, and and encourage every, and support them. Correct. Everything is subjective. Right? Every yeah, yeah, that, relationship. I that's very... Very interesting because like there was one time they were asked like should I leave him or not? Oh I'm right, like, oh, right. No, I can't give you this kind of yeah, advice. Correct, correct. Yeah, because this is this is your relationship with him, right? We we can't have any say in it, so we can only be no. like a uh, a support for them. Correct. Yeah. And what I want to let single parents or soon to be single parents, or the ugliest thing is going through divorce, right? Going to court and doing all this stuff is very very negative from something that you were so loving and happy, yeah. and then now it's like towards the extreme end, right? Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that there's light at the end of your tunnel. But you have to work towards that light. It's not like yes. you're going to wait one day and then you're just going to be happy again by doing nothing. So for her, you know, going out, socializing, working out, building your brand. Building my brand, yeah. I think those gives you like the power to move on. You know, you feel more confident that you can do this. I think these are all those little sort of strengths. Yeah. You know, that and makes you like whole. Yeah. You know? And for me, it was like, the self-discovery, learning through that my childhood self has not even forgiven it herself. You know, like different, everyone heals differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need to kind of find your own... You need to find your own like way or method that yeah. is going to help you. Yeah. So that was towards the end, I think last, was it last year? Was it two or two or two one? So I was like feeling very down, like very different. Like what's going on? Why? This is nothing about the divorce. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Or something about a childhood sort of yeah. memory that I really had to resolve and I just couldn't resolve it for so many years of my life. Yeah, because I was sort of like physically attacked like, when I was nine years old yeah. in a public space. Yeah. So I think that always haunted me and I, I just couldn't get rid of that. And I went to see a... Did I tell you about it? I no. went to see a hypnotherapist oh. like recommended by Jeanette, you know, so my good friends. And that helps so much. Really? Basically, you're not completely hypnotized. Yeah, but they just bring you back. So interesting. It yeah. is very interesting. They bring you back to the moment. Oh my god, I can't go back there. Exactly. There's so much pain in my childhood. Exactly, but you need to let go of that pain. I suppose, yes. Yeah, so but it's so hard for me to even revisit it. I don't want to relive those you feelings. The thing. So we're always trying to avoid that or maybe we right. can to resolve true. that. But the memory is just so clearly imprinted yeah. in our, yeah. our minds, right? That when we are adults, it's still so like visible for some strange reason. Yeah. Yeah, so if we... I mean, if anyone has that courage to step out of that and know that you need help and you're really aware that I'm ready to receive this kind of help, please go do it. Yeah, I think <laughs> every parent does you're right. that. Like, Self-awareness have, is like, very important. Yeah. Even if like you're not in, from single parent households, right? Right. Normal. Right, right. I mean, people fight all the time. Like. We're yeah, not meant yeah, to be yeah, like... Yeah. Well, we're happy like, all the time. That we carry yeah, from for sure. Childhood, so. and, and, and being with another person the ugly side of you would definitely come out because as the closest person to you, mm-hmm. more than your parents even, right? right Having right. a partner that way. So any form of healing, I feel like, or self-awareness is good. Yeah, self-awareness. Work on yourself. Like, I feel like a lot of people message me about fights, about issues like that. <laughs> and like, how to resolve like these kind of things. Will I get stronger again? That kind of thing. Because you know, a lot of abusive relationships are usually like men putting women down. 
telling them like, oh, you're fat now, you know, you're like, you know what I mean? It's very derogatory. Yes. And then women or just people, mm. when you're conditioned, if you hear something every day, you start to believe it. Regardless, no matter who you are. Yeah, so I was also in a re- abusive relationship and I can understand like how that kind of remarks might just form, you know, a perception of yourself that's Correct. real, that isn't you, that isn't Correct. representative of you. Correct. So to change that mindset and to convert that mindset, Hard oh, work. Yes, right? yes, yes. Because there's this inner voice that keeps telling you, oh, actually, you're this person. Actually, it's not even that. Like, I think for me, right, mm-hmm. when I was a child, I was always told that I was wrong. Like, everything was my fault by whoever my caretakers were. Mm-hmm. Not my dad. It's very nice. But like That's the right. other people. Yeah. So they were very much so like everything that happens because they were themselves were on substances. They oh, were really? always on gear or whatever. So they're always like, Anything happens, basically. It's just like your fault. Everything's your fault. So it, that's years of like conditioning, right? Yep, yep. So it's not like in a, a male-female type relationship. But even that kind of conditioning took me a really long time to stop thinking that everything is my fault. No, it really takes a lot. Self-loathing, yeah. guilt, a lot of that. Mm. Um, yeah. So as you said, it takes a lot. But when do you realise that? At which age do you realise that? Oh, much later. Much later. I think I really, really only got rid of it in the last few years in my mm. 30s. Because I didn't realise. Like enlightening years, Yes, right? yes. Because I didn't realise. <laughs> yeah. That's why when people always like to, you know, older women, we like to pretend like we're younger. I don't, yeah, I'm very women. happy. Did you just say that on like... <laughs> yeah, but, but as in like older okay, women. Yeah, right. Women in general like to always pretend like they're younger. Right. I'm very happy to turn 40 next year. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I was happy in my 20s at all. True. So I don't want to go back there. I'm way happier now. Yeah, totally comfortable. Yeah, and no time. finding out about myself, getting rid of my old demons. I feel like, I, hopefully, I feel like I became a better person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's just like more like really a more confident us, like a renewed. Not us. just confidence, but like like renewed. I said, learning how to love myself mm-hmm. took me a a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, I think the the self sabotaging turned yeah. into self victimizing. Mm-hmm. Oh poor me. So it's either my fault or like, hey, look at me, I'm so perfect. You know, and using that, I didn't know that I was using that to manipulate people to do what I want. It's also because we don't value our self worth, right? No, it's not no. whatever that was being told to us. Correct. So, yeah, I think on that point, I made sure because when when we realize this, we're like, wow, it's like okay, when you realize this it, cannot repeat itself. No, this no, no. Pattern yes. cannot repeat itself. Correct. Towards like my daughter. Yeah, no, so definitely. whenever like, I educate her, it's through a very different method to yeah. like, you know, a more to allow her to have the ability to like see herself, to see her work, to be confident of whatever she can say, no one's gonna judge her. Like she can she can just voice her opinion freely, openly. Yeah, I yeah. feel like because they're kids, right? I mean, if you don't allow them to do it now, like well down the road, they're just used to keeping quiet. Yeah, um, I don't dare to say anything because I'm not allowed to say anything. I'm supposed to be quiet. I'm supposed to be this good girl. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like you say, the found has so many possibilities. Yeah. And we say found, like, it's it's really sort of directing all that, that goodness to, to, the, to the next generation. I yeah. Feel. Yeah. And our fellow ma- yeah, men um, and women who yeah. are going through pain, I suppose. Okay, so to, to, to kind of end it nicely... What do you want to summarize like some advice you might have for people who are going through shit right now? Mm, wow. Relationship shit. I mean, not work. I think very firstly, 
know yourself, love yourself, love yourself more than anything else. Yeah, and always put yourself first. I always say that to you know whenever people message me, I'll be like, prioritize yourself first because everything else will come and you will know what to do. Yeah. But if you don't prioritize yourself, you will never know what to do. It's helter skelter in your brain. Yeah, you yeah. never put yourself first. So you are important. Even you know, before that, your that, children. Yeah. You know how like, on the yeah. plane, they always say, wear <laughs> Actually, your, your oxygen mask before you give it to your kids. I feel like parents so often keep thinking that they need to give their kids first, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they lose themselves. Correct. And by the time they realize they lost themselves, their kid is 21 and saying, hey, why are you holding on to me so tight? Like, And then yeah. that causes friction as well. But if you love yourself and then you love your child, of course you love unconditionally as well. I feel like you'd be a way better parent too. Yeah. It's true. It's like a lot of people who go through or are trying to like sort of get out of their relationships are all struggling with the fact that like, you know, but I need to like, you know, make sure that my child has this happy yeah. family, right? And they can't it's very interesting. So when I hear that I'm like because they don't see themselves or they don't put themselves that's why they, they don't see themselves as an individual that it's like yeah, I'm gonna sacrifice I will be sacrificial yeah. just for my child to have this unit yeah and this unit but actually yeah. I also I also know of someone who mm. thought that the parents were together for a long time of their lives actually, I heard a lot of this you know like yeah. they're just together correct, for the child correct. and then when the kid turns into a like, teenager yeah. she has like psych psychological issues because your identity is questioned. Why do you all pretend to be happy but when I go to bed you're not? You know, so it's actually also unhealthy for the child. Super unhealthy. Yeah. Like a imaginary world that she's living in. Correct, correct. And that's not, and nobody's happy there, basically. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what we are speaking of today is that there is happiness after breakups in relationships, especially where children is involved. Yes, it will get messy. Yes. It will get rough and tumble for a bit. Yes. But after that, you can make your way to find happiness again. Very thankfully, we also live in an era where, like you said, your friends and everybody around you is very receptive. Mm. I'm very thankful that my father's super open about it. Yes. Didn't really care. Was there, oh yeah, sure, gone, okay. <laughs> What's next? Yeah, Let's move yeah. to the next step. You know, instead of like, what happened? You know, you must, you, you, you know. If your family was like that, it's a bit more difficult. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, gonna be like two challenges. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So your family has to be very accepting. Yes. Yeah, by the way, they aren't. Trust that you can do this alone. You are doing yeah, it for you yourself. To. I feel like you are doing it for yourself is more important than anything else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, mm-hmm. surround yourself with good people. Yes. Yeah. I think that was so important throughout Because I did that wrong for a few years. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Just out there partying and stuff, which is... Yeah, but I mean, like, it's also normal because you just want to be on your own, right? You just don't want anybody to disturb you because you're in this, like, grieving stage. You yeah. just need your peace and calm. So, yeah. that is normal. To me, a longer time to get to where you are, but um, yeah. got there, got there. And honestly, I'm really happy and I, like... Okay, I think the other question I always get is, will you find love again? <laughs> or how do you do that? Well, that's like... Will men judge me? Right, I actually right. got these kind of questions oh, and I'm just really? like, why do you care if a guy judges you because you have a why kid? It's not worth... Kid, yeah. Right? Yeah. The person's not worth being in your life. Yeah. You know? And I'm also going through this process. It's like, why well, will I find a life partner? But I'm not like looking for it. Yeah. Because I'm so comfortable with who I am and I yeah. don't need to seek this kind of sort of love with yeah. us. I'm seeking it, it's not coming to me. So, yeah. it's almost like, yeah, like what you say, 
Why would you accept someone? No. Else? Yeah. Because then it's that, that person's character, there's a flaw already. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Reflect exactly. Off, the, off the mark. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, you have to be ready to receive, right? Yeah. yeah and like, for me, like, when I met my partner, obviously, first thing, very honest about having a kid. Yeah. Don't ever lie about that. It's not nice for your children or child. And then also very thankful that his family <laughs> is receptive. I think every Asian, almost every Asian household will be a little bit apprehensive about yeah. a single mother with a kid because they'll be like, hey, what did she do wrong? Or, mm-hmm. you know, something must have happened there. Or why would you have a kid out of wedlock? It's funny. It's always like, what did the mom do? Yeah. But then, I think you need to give people time to get to know you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so don't was forget... That, was that your process? Was that how it happened? They were... My boyfriend's family, or rather, I guess my fiance's family, was very receptive from the start. Mm. Of course, not as close as we are now. We've been together like two and a half. Yeah, yeah. You told me like yeah. they will go fetch our. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're like totally like family yeah. unit. It's really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took time for them to obviously get to know me as well because I'm quite like loud and exuberant and like you know this person, right? Um, but I feel like if you have a sincere heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. will get to see yeah. that. Yeah. Over time, if you're genuine, right? You have good intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also care a lot about family. So I like that he has a bigger family. Because my family is like, quite like, broken and sporadic. We have fur families too. Sorry? Fur yeah, families. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I think that, that also I run is actually zoo. also very important. Oh, yeah, animal right? therapy, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Animal therapy is real. Yeah. So oh. people, I was like, why do you have so many pets and all? Like, well, it makes the household life here, Yeah, right? it really does. Yeah. And like, because, I don't know, because like, single child, like, I mean, like, the poor kid coming home with like, nobody. Yeah, but yeah. with two dogs, two cats, like, she's so happy. You can yeah. feel like she's loved. Yeah. It makes so much difference. So, yes to animal therapy. Yes to animal therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Bells. Thanks yes. for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being honest and open. Yeah. And if you all have any questions about single parenthood, don't message me. Send on <laughs> messages to <laughs> Like uh, charging a consultation. <laughs> <for that. laughs> Just kidding. All, all right. right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.